grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Dave Lomas. I'm one of the pastors at Reality. Today we're continuing our week of bread onboarding, where we're onboarding you on the practice that we have collectively as a church called bread, which is our take on the ancient practice called Lectio Divina. Now, during this time, we would love if you can grab your Bible and a journal and a pen and find a quiet spot. Oftentimes, I like to light a candle to represent and remind myself of the presence of Christ, the light of the world that's always with me. Find a quiet spot, and we're going to start with the B in bread, which is to be with God or to be still before God. So if you could settle into your chair, take a few deep breaths. Maybe today, as you breathe in, let's pray the Jesus prayer together, which is, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. So as you breathe in, just say, Lord Jesus, Son of God, as you breathe out, say, have mercy on me. And then pray something like, God, may I be present now to you who is always present with me. Let's read together Luke chapter 5. You can follow along. And as I read, please pay attention to God's word, a phrase that stands out, or a word, or a verse, or a section that stands out, something in here that might bring to you uh, a memory, um, it might stir up nostalgia, it might uh, move your emotions, it might prick your intellect. Look for something like that. Just, be, just pay attention to what God might be doing as you uh, prayerfully read uh, with me this section of scripture in Luke chapter 5. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've looked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners on the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they put their boats up on the shore and left everything and followed him. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. 
Yet the news about him spread all the more, so that the crowds of people came to hear him to be healed of their sickness. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. One day Jesus was teaching, and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. And the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your heart? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take up your mat and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been laying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, we have seen remarkable things today. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him, and Levi got up and left everything and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belong to their sect complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have come not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he's with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and those days they will fast. He told them this parable, No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one, otherwise they will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins, otherwise the new wineskins will burst the skins, the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for they say, the old is better. So now, take that word or phrase that stood out to you, let it lead you into an encounter with Christ as you prayerfully reflect, God, what are you revealing to me in the scripture? What does this word or phrase say about your character or what you've been trying to speak to me or maybe about my day or about a situation in my life? Pause and consider this with God as you write it down. Now let's turn our focus to applying the scripture to our life and what that might look like. Consider through your journal or um, through silent prayer, what's one way that the scripture might really apply to something going on in your life right now. Maybe it's something you're gonna face today. Maybe it's something you have faced today already. 
Maybe it's a bit of temptation that you have in your life right now or struggle that you have. Maybe even hurt, pain. Whatever that is, apply it. Take it. God's word today and journal out how that this actually might relate and apply to your life. And finally, let's devote ourselves to God through an openness to God. This might be just silent communion with God, enjoying our union and communion with God. It might be writing out a prayer of devotion, devoting ourselves to God afresh and anew this morning, opening ourselves to God and saying, I'm completely yours. I'm completely yours, God. I'm open to you. I'm open to your spirit. Do what you will. Just offer your prayers of devotion to God now. Thank you for joining me today in our bread reading. Tomorrow we'll continue on Sabbath with a Sabbath reading of Psalm 1. Peace be with you.